An invasive seaweed called Andaria is known as the gorse of the sea and it's apparently wreaking havoc on the native seaweed of New Zealand. The process of picking away the pest plant by plant in Fiordland has been documented by emerging filmmaker Berenice Matthew as part of her work as a student at Otago University's Centre for Science Communication. And uh, all of the students' work is going to be shown at a festival in Dunedin this weekend. Berenice joins me now to talk about her film, The Silent Invader. Hi there. Hi, Jesse. A science communication course sounds pretty interesting. What's the, uh, what's the idea and, and what attracted you to it? Uh, yeah, it's a very, very interesting course. Um, I was studying marine biology before, and I was a scuba diving instructor for a few years, and I, I started filming underwater what I was in the Maldives, and I always wanted to link the filming and the science. And when I was looking for a course, New Zealand was pretty much the only one in the world doing this kind of link between science communication and filmmaking, so that's why I came here and and discover the department. So you are doing your Masters of Science Communication on top of a bachelor's degree in, I presume, marine biology? Uh, no, so I did a Master in Marine Biology in Australia, and that's a, another Master. Okay. Yeah. Smart cookie. Okay, then. Well, tell us about the, uh, am I pronouncing it right, Andaria, and, and how you uh, came across it? Andaria, yes. Yeah. Um, I came across it randomly, actually. I was reading about an article in the newspaper about Kiwi Wakame, which is a company here in the South Island selling uh, seaweed products on, at the farmer's market here in Dunedin. Great. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. This guy is actually using the seaweed and transforming it into a superfood. And then when I looked a little bit more into it, I discovered the whole issue around the seaweed. And I thought it would be a very interesting story to tell because it's quite invasive, and especially with a battle raging in Fjordland. Um, that's why I started the, the journey, I would say. We are used to talking about invasive species from uh, rats to old man's beard, um, but how does a seaweed invade the New Zealand coastline? Did, some, did someone bring it over here or did it come on a boat or what's the story? Um, we're not exactly sure. We know the seaweed's been discovered for the first time in Wellington, um, in 1978, and then the suspicion it would be that it came um, under the hull of a boat mm. or in the ballast waters. So with all the shipping going, you know, around the world, because um, this seaweed is originally from China, Japan, and Korea. So and it's spread like in a lot of countries in the world. So we think that's that's what happened here as yeah. well. And then the spread around New Zealand is the same process. It's either uh, under the hull of boats or people traveling and not rinsing the gear after diving in, in the water from one, one area to another. And has it really taken off? Yes, mm. yes. Uh, the area is very successful. Um, the seaweed pretty much gets to the adult phase in 40 days and really to release the spores. And when the adults release the spores, it's really 700 million at once. <laughs> so it's very, very successful in taking over the space. And when the native kelps, for example, disappear by natural reasons, then Undera can take over the space. Sounds like a bit of a, a losing battle to fight, but obviously someone is trying to fight it. Yes, definitely. A lot of people, many organisations like DOC, MPI, Environmental Southland, NITAHU and the University of Otago are all trying to work together and find solutions uh, within the area. So pretty much when the area is there, the main 
next step would be try to control the spread and the invasion. Mm. Um, there's no one main solution to eradicate the pest, but people are working on it at the moment. And you, Berenice, have the uh, the unenviable job of turning this into a watchable film, some, turning some brown underwater seaweed into something that people want to watch. So how did you go about it? Yes, that was uh, for me the main challenge, I think, because uh, seaweed is not a very charismatic species like a dolphin or a whale that no. you expect to see on the big screen. So I think the main thing was the story itself and the people behind it who are trying. They're very passionate about it and trying to do, make a difference in New Zealand and especially in terms of conservation. So I think it's more those people who actually made a big difference in my film. Does the film look beautiful or does it look like brown underwater seaweed? It looks beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got very lucky. So I got to go to Fjordland and with Doc on two separate trips. And Fjordland is such an amazing environment. It's a very special ecosystem with all the fresh water. It rains for more than 200 days a year. So there's a lot of input of fresh water going into the fjords. Mm. And it's created a very unique and dark and a bit spooky environment, if I can say. Yeah. So there's beautiful images from, from Fjordland, yes. Was it cold filming? Very cold, yes. That was another challenge for me. Um, I've been diving in tropical waters for the last 10 to 15 years. So diving in Dunedin, for example, when the water was about 7 to 8 degrees was quite a challenge. Yes. In as well. <laughs> Any other wildlife down there aside from the seaweed? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I was very lucky to encounter some sea lions. Um, in the Dunedin, actually. Um, so especially one of them who decided to play with us and ended up like pulling off my hood on my head. So that was pretty interesting. Um, and in Fjordland, yes, beautiful, beautiful other creatures. A lot of school of fish and pipefish and sharks. It was really, really interesting. I imagine those sea lions look fairly substantial up close. Yes. Very, very uh, curious and uh, determined, I'd say. <laughs> so you finished the film. How long is it, and uh, and are you happy with it? Sorry. Tell tell me about the finished product, the film. Um, how long is it, and and tell us a bit about it. Yes. So the final product is about twenty five minutes. Um, so I'm explaining what the series is and how it came to New Zealand. It's about the journey on going from Wellington to the South Island and all the steps that DOC, for example, and MPI have went through over the years trying to find solutions and different, there's so many people involved and I got also to go to Stewart Island with local fishermen and randomly I met Jim Barrett, who's a mussel farmer in Stewart Island and he's actually one of the first person who discovered Undaria in, in, um, in Stewart Island. So... Yeah, so that's telling the journey and then what's being done and then what maybe will be done in the future as well because there's different solutions and the area is there so we could also use it like kiwi wakame. It's a really interesting food source. It's really healthy and delicious. So that's, there's different potentials around this seaweed as well. Yeah. Hey, you obviously are going to stick with filmmaking. What's your next big project? Yes, so I'm currently working for NHNZ, the production company here in Dunedin. So I definitely want to stay in this field and keep filming. Um, I really want to become a camera operator and a cinematographer, especially from the marine environment. So, 
Yes, I've got a few projects, and uh, let's see what let's see what happens in the future. Yeah, good for you. I, I understand you already won an award for this. Yes, and I've applied for the festivals as well, so I will find out in a few weeks for more. Um, so that's really, really awesome for for the film. Yes, the Award of Excellence from the Docks Without Borders Film Festival, and we have some uh, beautiful images from the film on our website, rnz.co.nz. And if you'd like to see the work of the students from uh, that Otago School of Science Communication, um, it's called Centre for Science Communication, then we've got a link on our website. Berenice, Mathieu, thanks so much. Nice to talk to you. Thank you. Thanks for having me.